This is the 57 Catch Up Podcast, and it's your boy Dre. It's Tavy. And today's topic is about thoughts on the black manosphere. Uh, do you want to start it off? Yeah, so as you know, he stated in the title, we're pretty much going to be talking about like black men and the dating market and yeah. relationships and not just like dating, but just how I guess black men should you want to say carry themselves, carry themselves. Yeah. So like so. as far as like the manosphere, the black manosphere specifically, um, do you think they're misogynistic? Black men in general? No, I'm talking about the black manosphere. Like, uh, do you think that they have like some type of misogynistic nature tendencies, tendencies or nature about them? They probably can, especially if they went through trauma. And I don't mean like bad trauma, but I'm talking about like psychological trauma to where they felt like women betrayed them. They rejected them. So they may have that ideology where they got to kind of, I don't know, play hard to get in the way. And what I mean by play hard to get is. They may have to play with a woman's heart. A See, bit I noticed. Yeah, I noticed that they talk about submission a lot. They talk right. about like black women don't submit enough. They yeah. they say things like, "Oh, you know, she's too masculine." You know, black. They they say black women are too masculine. Right. But I'm wondering, like, okay, let's kind of dig deep in that and say, like, why are they? Why are some of them? You know, because I don't want to generalize. I don't want to, you know, speak in absolutes. I want to say, like, why are some of them like more kind of rough around the edges as black women? Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically what you're saying is with black women, you feel like sometimes they don't carry themselves the right way as far as like... I I, I mean, I guess the ones that, you know, have a more aggressive nature. Yeah, you know? that's a turnoff. Yeah. That's a turnoff for men because like I said, us as black men, you know, we all come from different backgrounds. Some of us may have been raised in, you know... Hood, I guess you may say yeah. some of us may have been raised in the suburbs, but then again, we all kind of deal with the same stuff. Just because you raised in the suburbs doesn't mean that women will often gravitate towards you more. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, you know, them talking about black women acting too masculine, I feel like they're generalizing. I feel like, you know, because there are some black women out there that that do act feminine or that, you know, ha have a more... Um, feminine type of nature you know in terms of their uh approach to men you know yeah 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 i agree with that i agree yeah so that. that's what i'm saying is that i can't say that all of them act quote-unquote masculine right. you know um right. and i i feel like it's because black women go through a lot black women really go through so much that they uh tend to kind of be rough around the edges i'm saying especially the ones who kind of act that way uh, now, as far as like, would you say that the passport bros are a part of the black manosphere? The passport blows, bros, in a way, you could say that because they're probably seeking out something else that they probably didn't get from their own women. Because if you look up the definition, I kind of looked it up. It said it's men who go to foreign countries, like you told me, and they're seeking, I guess, seeking something like, different yeah. as far as within foreign women. So Because they feel like they uh, are lacking submission from a woman in America. Exactly. But some of them have said that they don't um, want to date American women in general, in general because they feel like American women, uh, regardless of race, are not submissive enough. Um, now, the women, I guess, maybe from like certain parts of Asia, such as Thailand... Or like uh, Bangladesh or um, what are other ones? Maybe Korea, some parts of Korea, like North yeah. Korea, South Korea, something like yeah. that. But they mainly go to Thailand uh, to find those women. 
uh, to get with. But I feel like, I mean, like I said, I'm, I don't have an issue with the Manosphere completely because I do feel like they might be um, uh, giving some pretty good advice to some degree to uh, black men or to men in general. But I just feel like what they do is that they tend to kind of like have these expectations of women without trying to like put in the work to, to get that, you know, because I would say that, you know, like don't expect women to just automatically be submissive to you if you're not willing to like, you know, do things for women to get that submission. But also, too, I don't like to see submission in a one sided way. I mean, from a, a nearsighted view or from a what they call it, like a myopic view. I don't like to see it from that right. way. I like to see it in a way where it's more like, you know, both sides, because in the Bible, you know, for the people who are religious, um, it actually says that, you know, both husbands and wives uh, should submit to each other. You know, it's not it shouldn't be one sided uh, submission. I agree. With yeah, that. it shouldn't be one sided submission. But a lot of times the manosphere, they tend to kind of focus on like women being submissive to men instead of like the other way around as well as that, you know. Right. So did you want to kind of talk about I know we probably talked about this before, like just off podcast and off air. Did you want to kind of talk about like, I guess you could say um, red pill. Blue pill. You kind of. I guess it, it kind of lumps in with the man, the manosphere. You know, they call it the red pill manosphere, and I guess the red pill just means that you know the people who are like uh, the men who are like truthful with, um, you know, with their dating lives and everything like that. You know, you got um, different avenues. I mean, well, not avenues are different um, names or groups, right? Uh, or little sections or whatever, like um, SYSBM, um, MGTOW. Uh, what was that other one? I think those are the only two I really know of. And then, of course, the Passport Bros. So it's like those groups, you know, they're kind of similar, but some of them have different ideologies. So I'm not going to lump all of them as the same because they do have different types of ideo ideologies so, uh, depending on like the group. So you basically saying with the Passport Bros. Yeah. They pretty much just because they're seeking that doesn't mean they're typically red pill or blue pill. They might, they might still now. be red pill, but they yeah. have different ideologies in terms of how it's played out. Okay, you know? I, I agree with that yeah. to a certain degree because, like I said, just because you seek women in foreign countries doesn't mean that you don't want to get married. It doesn't mean that you, you know what I mean. You know yeah. how they say with red pill people, they just fucking move on for the most part. Yeah, but it's like with um, red pill people, like you said. They have different mentalities and different realities that they live by, I guess you could say. And it's almost like people within the red pill, they try to have this hard exterior, yeah. I guess you could say. But it's like people are going to catch on to that. And it's like if you do that, you're only hurting yourself because you're losing out on good people. Like, have you ever anyway. watched uh, Kevin Samuels, like just one video? At oh, least? No, I've watched a couple of his stuff. Uh, so yeah. would you say he's a part of the Manosphere? Alive, yes, he was. He was part of, I feel like in a way he was, because the stuff that he talked about, I don't know within, I guess, Passport Bros yeah. and stuff. I don't know if, like you said, you got to keep yourself up. Because I noticed with Kevin Samuels, when he was alive, he always preached like keeping yourself up, trying to, because he always wore suits. Yeah. From what I could tell, button ups, you know, he had a certain image about himself. Yeah. But pretty much, what was you saying? I'm sorry, I got off topic. About Kevin Samuels? Pretty much within the passport. Do I think he was a passport, bro? No, not a passport, bro. A, a part of the manosphere. The manosphere as far as red pill, blue yeah. pill. I think he was. Because most of the people that he talked to, 
I felt like when you talk to some of those people, not just because you talk to these people don't mean that you exactly agree with everything they say. Yeah. But in a way, it kind of does. You see what I mean? I took, I would say I took his uh, advice or maybe rhetoric as a grain with a grain of salt as far as like for the women, because it's like he was telling the truth to some degree, you yeah. know, about like, you know, uh, some women might be average at best. Exactly. In terms of looks and stuff like that, because you know that men are like visual creatures. But at the same time, you know, not all men are just basing everything off of looks. Right. And, the, you know, that's the whole thing. So and I felt like he was doing like little gaslighting tactics as well. So that's the reason why I said that some of that stuff I felt like he was just doing for shock value. Uh, he was I think he actually said that black women are like at the bottom of like the beauty spectrum. Kevin Samuels said that? Yeah. I think something, I, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said, you know. Has he ever... So, I don't know Kevin. RIP to him, first and foremost. Yeah. I don't want to speak on his behalf or yeah. try to assume stuff. Did he date black women? Do you know if he dated I black women? I think he married uh, two black women, and then those marriages didn't last. Right, you so know? you think he's probably going by... He might not be going by those experiences, but he's probably going by the stuff that he saw... Um, when he was here and stuff. And what I, I will say as far as like what I sort of agree with him on is like the, the whole beauty um, thing. When he right. said that, you know, uh, beauty or attractiveness is based on like, you know, how symmetrical your face is. Now, studies have shown that, you know, symmetrical faces um, actually matter when it comes right. to, you know, looks. You know, if you have a symmetrical face, you're more likely to, you know, get somebody or you're more likely to be uh, at the top of the dating market or a priority in the dating market however sometimes that's more subjective too so beauty is both objective and subjective i know it's kind of like contradictory in a way but i would say it's subjective because like everybody doesn't find um certain people to be good looking that other people would consider to be good looking i guess so like if like just because i find somebody attractive doesn't mean you find somebody attractive exactly you know so we all so it's subjective in a way but it's also objective because like i said the science of it in terms of uh, the the symmetry of the face that makes sense yeah you know so it can be both uh in that in that space so um so let me see who else is a part of the manosphere uh have you heard of red supreme Red Supreme, I don't think I've yeah. heard of him. I think he's a part of the Manosphere, too. Now, I don't really have much to say about him because, you know, I don't think that he's not, um, you know, I don't think he's misogynistic. I don't think he's that, you know, misogynistic or anything like that. Now, he does say things, so, uh, he does say things about Cynthia G, you know, like he checks her on, on her BS and everything. But I wouldn't say that, um, you know, he's a detriment to the Manosphere because, like, like I said, you can kind of take everything they say with a grain of salt you know like you know i i think that you know we as men we can kind of take uh little things they say and and, and kind of use it to our our own dating lives you know like if we want to put ourselves on the market or whatever because i know that a lot of these women they're they're looking for high value men they, they're looking for men who's making like six figures and you know all of that type of stuff so yeah yeah i agree with that um and that's unrealistic because most men in America are not making six figures. Not yeah. annually. Not no. annually, not no. Annually. Unless they're like an entrepreneur yeah, or, like a, doctor or a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. Man, somehow they got into the business world. They have they, to be top tier at what they do. Man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. To know that they're going to accumulate over 100000 or whatever yeah. mark that they're trying to meet. 
So I, I agree that they, you know, I agree with them when they challenge women on this whole expectation of like black men making six figures or just men in general making six figures. Uh, because not a lot of us do make six figures. A lot of us make roughly like 40, 40 or 50,000 a year. Yeah, that's the average. Probably. That's kind of half of that. That's roughly half of that or right. less than half of that. Exactly. So like I said, you know, basically to wrap this up, Passport Bros, I, I understand that you may want to venture out. Yeah. And do your own thing. Because like I said, so basically with Passport Bros, do you feel like they do that because they're seeking something that they're not getting from black women? That's pretty much Yeah, what that's what doing. it is. I think what yeah, it is is that they're not they're getting something from black women or, or just American women in general. So then they feel like, okay, well, may, maybe if I explore my options, yeah. I can, you know, uh, look for that submission. I can look for um, a wife that's going to, you know, just listen to me. Or But to me, I feel like in a way it comes across as like you're looking for somebody to control because I feel like even men themselves don't respect women who are uh, pushovers. They don't respect women who are docile. Now, it's it's one thing of a woman being feminine, because I think what people do is that they equate femininity with docility or with uh, being, you know, like passive. Yeah. Just because a woman is feminine doesn't mean she has to be passive. I would say that she can be like, you know, like, you know, I guess she can be feminine, but she can also be assertive. She can say, like, you know, I want to stand up for myself. You know, I don't want to just be a pushover to men nor women, you know, or just anybody, you know. So that's the reason why I said that, you know, you know, life is all about balance. Life is all about balancing things out, you know. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that when they talk about submission, you know, to me, it comes across as like, oh, they want to find somebody to dominate and not somebody to work with. You know, um, that's the thing. You know, they, it's like they're trying to be. Um, I mean, people say, well, men should be leaders. And I agree with that. I agree that men should be leaders. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, women should also have a voice because I know in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it said that. You know, uh, women should be quiet, you know, um, in church or quiet in certain spaces and let men talk or, you know, only basically speak when spoken to. And I feel like, you know, in the Bible, that was very misogynistic for them to even say that. And then now I think the reason why some of these women are kind of misandrist is because a lot of men over the years have been very misogynistic towards them. So then they kind of like, you know, um, turn the tables, I guess. Yeah. And and try to get revenge. So I understand the revenge. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, not all men are misogynistic. You no, know? no, not all men are no. misogynistic. And it's just like me personally, man, I don't judge people who do things like that. Yeah. They decide if you decide to become a passport, bro, and you feel like, like you said, the women here aren't giving you what you feel like you deserve. Hey, do your best. Yeah, do I would say do what works for you, like whatever right. works best for you. Uh, I'm all for it, right, you know. Um, but at the same time, don't do it for the sole purpose of like trying to get back. I'm trying to get back at black women. Black women, because the thing is, the black women don't care at the end of the day because they still gonna live their life, just like you're gonna live your life. But it's like you're not gonna get at somebody that don't give a fuck about you. Let's keep it real. I mean, yeah. The only way you can get back at a woman that kind of rejected you in the past is if you make hella money and you become yeah. somehow. Not even a celebrity, but your status kind of grows a little bit. Yeah. And you somehow become like a six-figure earner annually, yeah. and then eventually you become a millionaire. Yeah. That's the only way you can get back at a female. But if you're trying to get back at a female and you're not, you don't have status, 
you're not getting your money together. Then yeah. It's like the female is like, hey, you still the same as what you are. Oh, yeah. And even within the black manosphere, uh, they, they actually tell black men to step their game up. You know, exactly. as far yeah. as like, you know, make sure you, you know, you uh, you take care of your health, like right. your, your physical exactly. health, you know, your uh, emotional health, your mental health. You know, so it's not so that's why I said that uh, all aspects of the manosphere, uh, especially the black manosphere is not like misogynistic. Some of them actually do hold men accountable. They say, you know what? You know, y'all got to step step your game up, you know, start uh, finding ways to earn more, you know, in income, start finding ways to maybe hit the gym and, um you know, get your body in shape, you know. So that's the reason why I said that it's not just one size fits all in the manosphere. You know, I can I can weigh out the pros and cons within that. You know, I'm not going to say that is all the way bad. I'm not going to say it's all the way good, you know, because, of course, you got some pr problematic, you know, uh, men in the uh, in the manosphere that say a lot of, you know, um, very hurtful things about women, especially especially about black women. Um, and then, you know, uh, and I like I said, I like the fact that they do challenge certain black women that are very misandrous towards black men. But what I don't like is them, you know, saying hurtful things about just all black women in general, you know. Yeah. You got any more thoughts? I think just to wrap this up, like I said, I don't judge people who do that because, like I said, if a black woman don't don't want you, somebody else will. Yeah. Um, don't give up. And like I said, this life ain't about dating females and having sex yeah. with as many females as you think it is, bro. Don't don't worry about that. Sex will come. The right woman will come along your way. And Have you heard of uh, Alpha Male Strategies? Oh, I've I known him for since, what, 2017? You I haven't looked at him in a while, but I've always known Alpha Male Strategies. Yeah. What what you what, what did you have to say about him? <laughs> I feel like, to some degree, he might be kind of misogynistic. You think, do you think, so basically people who are misogynistic, like we said earlier, they've been through trauma as far as psychologically yeah. with women, and that's why now, they turn that way. He was funny, uh, I think, on the O'Shea Duke Jackson's channel, right. when he said, like, um, he'll have two females, like, <laughs> suck on his balls. He yeah, said, yeah, like... he'll do the ass-looking dance. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> He said, he said, like, okay, I'll, I'll have, like, one chick, you know, suck one ball, and then I'll have the other chick suck the other ball. I was like, what the oh, fuck is wrong with this nigga? <laughs> that boy crazy, So bro. that's what I'm saying. Like, he's funny and stuff, but I just feel like he's kind of, like, misogynistic in a way. Hell but yeah. I think he do, he does that to be controversial because, see, yeah. controversy sells, it always sells. Um, on YouTube and other platforms. So, of course, he's going to do something that stands out. It always sells. Yeah, it that always shit, sells and stuff. That shit always sells. Yeah. Lies spread be better and more than the truth, as I must say. But that boy, Alpha Male Strategies, man, he... Yeah. I haven't looked at him in a while because yeah. I'm going to tell you the truth. I haven't really looked at like red pill, blue. I think because yeah. I've looked at that so much, it's like you got to live your life. You understand what I'm saying? Because like I looked at Steph is cold. I looked at um, what's Austin Dunham. I've looked at, like you said, Alpha Male Strategies. Oh, that's the passport, bro. Yeah. Austin Dunham. Yeah. yeah. Austin Dunham. Um, What's the dude? Fit X Fitness or something like that. Fresh and Fit. Fresh and Fit. I've heard all that stuff, bro. Yeah. It's like... You got to live for you. You can look at all that stuff. I remember when Stephens Cole, it seemed like when I look at him, I ain't trying to throw shots. He don't know me and I don't know him like that. But it's just like with him, I noticed that like, like I said, we all can be bitter sometimes. We might not express it the yeah. same way as others, but you could tell that he's still like upset about certain stuff yeah. that happened to him at a young age. Yeah. And it's like, 
me personally, bro, I get upset about stuff like that too, but I don't talk about that stuff. You could tell in his videos, like, that shit still eats at him. Yeah. That's why sometimes I don't look at stuff like that. I try to, not saying that he's negative, because I learned a lot from him, because he's the one who kind of said that if the black woman don't want you, another team will want you. Did you hear, uh, well, have you heard of, um, what's this dude's name? I, I think his YouTube channel is like Vibes with Fred. Vibes with Fred. I don't believe I've heard that. Like he, uh, I think he's now in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, well, I, he doesn't consider himself to be a passport bro. Cause he feels like it's different types of ideologies, even within that type of space. Uh, he, he feels like, you know, he's very different than Austin. Cause right. I, I think he had, uh, Austin, uh, Austin on his podcast or Austin on his, uh, channel, um, in one of his like episodes or something like that, vlogging episodes. And, you know, see, Austin, I guess he was more of, like I said, the passport, bro. I think he actually moved to Thailand. Right. You know, Thailand or whatever. And, yeah, I look um, at Austin Dunham. Like, he does a lot of stuff with Steph and, like, the other guys and stuff. I think, have you heard of JSPK? JSPK? No. He's a big dude. He lives, I think he might be there because I noticed he goes overseas. I haven't looked at his videos in a while. So, I noticed he do you that. think that a lot of those passport bros are undesirable to the women in America as to the reason why they go to other countries? Me personally, I really don't know. I don't know because, like I said, when you start to get money, it's like, damn, you still undesirable? Like with Austin Dunham, do you think he's undesirable here in the States? He ain't a bad I mean, looking dude. Because when you say undesirable, like, are not you, off of looks, but like, you think his personality might be undesirable? Like the shit that he does? It could be that. It yeah, could, could be, be like maybe the way he car carries himself. Right. Because he, I mean, he's he's swole, got yeah. a nice build, not a bad looking guy. You know what I mean? It might be, like I said, he might be, I'm not going to say corny, but like you said, his personality, we don't know what his personality is because we don't know him. You see what I mean? Yeah. So, like I said, that could be the case. That's probably why they may go overseas because over here. Wait a minute. Is he a passport, bro? Austin? I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, because I, I don't want to like. Yeah, you don't want to. You might I'm, be I'm, I'm probably thinking about somebody else. Hold on. Let me look him up. Yeah. Because I look at Austin Dunham. I, I, yeah, I might be thinking about somebody uh, else as far as like the passport, bro, because there was another one on there that was also, you know, that was a passport, bro, and he like yeah, went to. this is him. Nah, I, I don't think he's a passport, bro. Um, uh, I think it was another one. No, that's not him. Who was that? Who was that? Um, that dude. Um, I'm trying to think. Who was that dude? I man, to keep it real with you, it's so many people. In the it was one that went that to. Can't. It was one that went to Thailand, though. I remember, it, you know, because um, Thailand. Yeah, he went to Thailand, man. Can't even, I wouldn't even know. But, but I but I would say that, um, you know, if I come across the name, you know, I'll, I'll be familiarized with like how he looks. Because I was like, yeah, because I'm thinking like with all the, you know, passport bros and stuff like that. I mean, some of them, you know, some of the uh, black women commentators like on YouTube have said, like, the reason why they're doing that is because they feel like a lot of those men are losers and they're lame and. You know, they don't have any game in America. So that's the reason why they. But I understand. But see, I can understand it from both sides because I'm thinking like some of them might be losers and they just are trying to get right. back at black women. But not all of them are doing that to get back at black women. Uh, some of them are doing it because they um, they just want to try something different. And then um, what's the other thing I'm trying to say? Oh, well, I would say that, um, you know, I guess like. Um, 
maybe they feel like they just can't find the right one. I mean, because of course, let's let's face it, man. I mean, in America, it is hard uh, to find somebody in the dating market because, see, you have to have your money game good. You know, your money game has to be tight. Your, you know, physical looks have to be there. Um, and then just the way you carry yourself and also to like uh, the way that you your energy comes off as far as like being an alpha and you know, and just being very level-headed, you know, that you have to really have those qualities. But sometimes, you know, I would say that, you know, it might be hard, harder for some men to live up to those expectations. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with so that. So they might need a little bit more work, you know. Exactly. So did you kind of want to wrap this up, or do you think it's any more thoughts that comes to mind about what we've talked about so far? I think, I think we wrap this up. I think everything is good with this topic. Uh, we, we pretty much have finished this topic. So I guess we can go ahead and end it. 57 catch up, y'all. Y'all have a good day now. All right. We got it. <laughs>